0: Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. All right. Welcome back to Fright School. Hello,
1: Joe. Hi, Joshua. How are you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> what month is it, Joshua? It's June. It is June. It is Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have no pride. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no, a lot
0: I'm, of pride. I'm proud. I, what uh, have you done today that makes you feel proud? Ooh, ooh, what's that from? That's chilling. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's a song. What's the by song? By Heather, what's her face? Heather. What have you done today to make you no, you no, know, no. feel proud? No, not at all. Oh wow, I can't believe you've not heard that song. It's gay as fuck.
1: We'll oh to play it. well, see now, I now I definitely need to. Yeah, we're getting used to our new seating arrangement. I know we're making more adjustments to. Uh, it's just so weird because it's like we look like we're we're cheating out to an audience that's not right? there. That's true. Yes,
0: yeah, these chairs are nice though. They're comfy. Th-
1: they are very nice. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> These lovely leather, red leather chairs.
0: Yes, they look good. But yeah, I want to. I gotta move the sofa and do other things. So yes, the the uh, West Craven Memorial is in constant shift.
1: Yes, it is. Oh, see now, I, this is just so weird because I've I've been sitting in the same place for so long that now my perspective has changed and I can really take a look at all the artwork that's on the walls here.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because usually that's behind you.
1: Yeah. Huh. Now it's not interesting. Ah, (laughs) this
0: has got to be really intriguing for our listener yeah exactly
1: (laughs) podcasts are a visual medium so you know who doesn't love who doesn't love being able to look at all these things
0: which we um, start we'll we'll start the episode by saying you know thank you so much uh, for listening our listenership continues to grow it's very exciting so we're happy to have our uh, our, the people that have been listening to us since there was just two of you and now
1: (laughs) 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 two of you not including Joshua and my so. Right, exactly. Um or maybe that is exactly what I meant. Uh, true, yes. Um I'm sure there's someone who like, you know, is sweeping a floor or mopping something and
0: driving their car. Listening driving to their car. Going, I listened to you since the day 1. Yes, they're original enrollees. Exactly here, here at Fright School Academy. Yes,
1: Ashley's like Actually, I've been like- listening since day 1. <laughs>
0: But anyways, the, the point is is that, yes, our, our, we, we continue to, uh, to to crawl into your ear holes, um, more <laughs> and more ear holes each week. <laughs> and uh, that's very exciting. So please make sure you're reviewing us if you're enjoying what you hear. You follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we got lots of fun posts that get uh, posted out by our unpaid intern, Brian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, yeah, we'd appreciate it. We'll getting, buy him lunch one yeah,
1: day. Right,
0: yeah, <laughs> one, one lunch for hours and hours of <laughs> scouring the horrors of the internet to find to find to comedy, find to bring to you, yes. dear listener. Um, yeah, all of that. Uh, again, you could pop a tip in the tip jar that yeah. if you look in the show notes you below. Could, you could toss some coins in our jar. Yeah, if just each of you listening gave us just a dollar we'd be able to do so many things. Yeah. So many more things. Exactly.
1: There's a lot of hookers and blow we
0: could <laughs> buy. That's our...
1: That, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Joe, no, you have to tell him we're using it for charitable causes.
1: Yes, I- Yes. <laughs> to keep us, you know <laughs> to keep us high and satisfied is a charitable cause in and of go. itself. Well, I guess. you yeah, had to escape the horrors of the real <laughs> reality of the world. Exactly. That would be
0: a kindness.
1: Yes. It'd be a you do us a great kindness, listener. I like it.
0: I'm gonna have a sip of beverage here.
1: I just back. lost uh what are you drinking, by the way? We haven't done Joshua. What's Joshua oh. drinking in a while? Uh
0: it's nothing <laughs> uh it's nothing bad. Uh, it's a dry sparkling um <laughs> dry dry water i just thought about <laughs> it i've dry, never thought about it it's dry water dry water but yeah it's called dry that they is make some this california lavender. bullshit it's, it's a it. lavender soda which i love lavender flavored things ah yeah one of my favorites favorite flavors
1: i don't particularly like lavender flavored things oh. i do like lavender scents ah
0: yeah. So. Well, it's delicious. Uh, I make a lavender tea lemonade with whiskey that's really yummy. Oh. Um, and sometimes to fizz it up, pour a little bit of that in there. Oh, yeah. lovely. It's good. It's yummy. So, yeah. So that's what I'm drinking today, but there's no alcohol involved. It's just a, a sparkling, just a sparkling, fancy a dry water. water. Yeah, it's a dry water. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's what that's what we're drinking today on
1: Drinking Corner. Yeah. <laughs> I am not drinking anything. I am dehydrated. Oh. <laughs> I have s- some old Perrier here, too. It's lime-flavored. Yes. <laughs> you
0: could drink that as well. You could
1: drink my half, like, my th- two-thirds <laughs> drunk <laughs> Perrier. <laughs>
0: Anyways, yeah, we don't have catering, so sorry. There's no there's, chicken, no, cra- there's, there's no, no craft no services, chicken Caesar salads, <laughs> or you know bottles of Fiji waiting for you. <laughs> Maybe next week.
1: Yes, you know the, the craft services here suck.
0: Yes, sorry. oh man. Anyways, so it is Pride Month. Yes, uh, you Happy know, Pride Month. Yes, Stonewall's fiftieth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh look that up children if you don't know about Stonewall. It was and a riot. It was. It was a riot. It was a riot. They you know Judy Garland died and the people were not here for it and then the That's police right. showed up to be assholes <laughs> and they're like, "You know what?" Yeah. Not on Judy's day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then not Marcia. on Dorothy. And then Marsha P was like, yep. "Fuck you" and threw something. threw some and... bricks. I like
0: it. I'm for it. I'm for for that. Yeah. You know, throw bricks. Your face? Exactly. Oh, (laughs) my face. My face is a brick. Your face looks like a brick. Uh, But yeah, so we're kicking off Pride Month here with um, we're going to talk later about the movie Hellbent. Um, Notice (laughs) I said movie. I did not say film.
1: <laughs> yes, but we'll do
0: a deep dive into that. There
1: later. is a uh, there is a distinction between yeah. uh, film, film and movie.
0: Yeah, but we'll get to talking about that. So first, we'll talk about other gay things. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is over for this season. Yes. Um, well, at least you know for another week, and uh, I guess a new season will start. <laughs> exactly. It's on all the time. <laughs> it's like. Twenty-four-seven. It's Ruble like Will and graduates. Grace, and like it's uh yeah. Will and Grace Golden Girls, and Golden Girls, exactly, and Roseanne. Like they're on all the time. Like if you if you want to watch something, and Mash, and Mash, you
1: say and Mash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's on- only Jeffrey is keeping that alive. <laughs> he hasn't gotten the memo yet. I feel like he's paying them. Like he sends TV Land a check <laughs> to keep Mash running, just so he can watch it. Mm-hmm. Even though he has the whole DVD like set series I but mean, you, you know could just watch this it's
1: one like, thing to like out pop in a dvd it's another thing to like just turn on your tv right. and, yeah it's true and do that Ugh, but, i gotta walk to the back and
0: pick up the DVD <laughs> <and> blah, blah. <laughs> yeah i know it's so much work it's insane anyways so point is rupaul's drag race we have a we have a winner yes put my arm up you know yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was very happy with the winner. Yes. Miss
1: Evie, Evie Oddly. Miss Evie Oddly. Spoiler alert. The House of Oddly, Long May She Reign.
0: Yes. uh, Well, I mean, for for 12 months. For the 12 months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very excited for it to be her, you know, but I have always been that, like, I, I've almost always rooted for like the weird Queens. Oh yeah. I remember when Sharon Needles was on season four, I was like, I love her from day one, obviously, you know, on brand there <laughs> on brand super on brand um i love jinx monsoon mm-hmm. um you know i enjoyed bianca del rio i thought she was kind of i didn't think she would win you know so i thought she was kind of i, I an I, oddball
1: i win. love that she was just super consistent and,
0: yeah yeah absolutely um she wore one fucking dress the whole season and won. so go her <laughs> yeah
1: you know, but like that's great they never really read her for it which you know you know, Vanji wears like a swimsuit three times and uh, she gets true. red every single time. Yeah. You know, Bianca Del Rio knows how to make one pattern and, <laughs> you make know. Make it
0: work. Make it work. She
1: made it work.
0: So I was, uh, yeah, I, so I was happy to see Evie win. I was rooting for Nina so when she got booted I was like, oh, well that sucks cause I really want, but I mean she got Ten grand, I think they gave this year to Miss Congeniality,
1: and like she's gonna work forever. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah, Nina, yeah, Nina's Nina's probably a shoe in for All Stars. So yeah, I hope, um, or
0: whatever. I I just hope she comes here and we can see her show. But I yeah. see, I don't really like going to the big tours. You know, where there's like ten of them. You know, it's like I really I hope that they do some of their own shows. Like if they came and you know, yeah, played Moe's or played you know, riches or something here in San Diego. Like I would yeah. go.
1: Yeah. You know? I, I would go too. I like a smaller, yeah. I like a smaller weekly drag queen show. Um, yeah. I did do one big show. I did do one big show. I did, um, a drag queen Christmas. Uh, the, th- like, was that uh, at Spreckles a few years it ago? It was at, um, it was at, uh, Balboa. Or Balboa. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. um, it was a drag queen Christmas and it was, after the election. Yeah. And it was just like exactly what I needed. It was a way to just be like, ah, oh, yes. It was a balm. A balm. Uh, yeah. Cooling balm. It was a cooling a balm.
0: Glittery balm.
1: Glittery, <laughs> cooling balm of the like, you know, savagery that was just impending doom. Right. Of this administration. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I went once too, to one of the
0: battle of the seasons tour bots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to one of those and that, it was fun. I mean, it was a good time, you know, Alaska was there and sang live and, um, if you was there in like Rita Repulsa, like yes. drag, which was awesome. You yeah. know, there was a
1: lot of great, she was, looks. that was when she was rebranding herself as like a, yeah, like I, a cosplay queen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't, pay that much attention i was just like oh
0: cool i like rita repulsa so i was there for power Rangers za hashtag uh <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah so but i didn't enjoy the overall experience because it's like yeah i'd rather you know like at martinis i like doing shows at martinis yes you know mm-hmm. where i mean i'm going to see jackie beat there oh there we go plugs free plug you know uh. jackie beat uh, July tenth and eleventh, right here. She
1: should pay. She should give us a refund for at that.
0: Martinis <laughs> above Fourth <laughs> uh, in San Diego. But so I like doing those shows because it's like you know they come out and like the Queen. You know, usually will do you know an hour, hour and a half show. You know, take tips, sing live, talk, be funny, whatever their whatever their t- actual talent is. Because I guess that's the thing too. Like I'm really not interested in watching a lip sync. True. You know, I mean, I, I really do like like again. That's probably why I like some of the queens that I like. You know, because they actually have
1: they a have, talent. have
0: a, well, not that the the others don't have talents. There's definitely talents to lip sync and doing great makeup and doing yeah. great costume or you know clothing wardrobe. But um. Yeah, I definitely want to see. If I'm going to pay 45 bucks, you know, to go to a show, you want um, something original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even Jackie B, like she she does like parodies of songs, so it's like stuff you recognize, but she writes them and she's yeah. very, very clever, very um, yeah, witty. I think you know uh, in in the way that she does, and even oh, yeah. some of like the blue, you know, lower hanging fruit stuff that she does, I still feel is kind of elevated. Yeah, you know, in the way that she can just twist it a little bit. It's like, oh, you thought I was going there, and I did go there, but mm-hmm. uh, now I'm here, where yeah. you didn't expect, and I like I really like that about her.
1: She did. I think it was around the time of one of the one of the more notorious bathroom bills, and she did um, she did a parody song, uh, "Penis in the Ladies Room." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> yes. It's like we can't have a penis in the ladies' room. So. Yeah, no, it's
0: yeah. So yeah, she's she's brilliant. So I like so I, I do try to support that. I would love to see you know, Jinx Monsoon in a Broadway show, you know, I would love to yeah. go and hear comedy. By
1: oh my God. I want to see Smoke and Mirrors, the Sasha Valour. Yes, show.
0: Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it looks incredible. And now she's got money and and, and they're getting more and more support. And like, I don't know yeah. if they're getting sponsorship necessarily, but they've got a lot going on with that. Yeah. So it's very exciting. Absolutely. You're drinking your dry water. <laughs> <laughs> I was thirsty. I'm thirsty today. Uh-huh. Um, I made dinner last night and I don't know I think I put a lot of salt in everything so I don't know maybe I'm just feeling dry Dried out.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, a, like
0: a slug. Yeah. Just dried out. Exactly. Just like just like a slug. That's just exactly what I am today.
1: Desiccated.
0: Um, so what else? Besides that, we've got, you know, we have a new new winner. Um, you, it's so sad, though. I didn't, couldn't even remember who last year's winner was because we were talking about it while we were watching it. And I was like, well, it was Sasha. And Jeffrey's like, no, that was two years ago. I'm like, oh, Aquaria is who it was. Oh, But that's I didn't right. remember <laughs> until she showed up at the thing because yeah. I couldn't be bothered to look it up because I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and she's another one who it's like, oh, good for her. She's beautiful, but, you know, I don't know, um, um, I don't know what she does (laughs) as a talent. So anyways, that's just, you know, I don't know all I got to say about
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's all I top. have to say about that because I mean again I, uh, you know I don't want
0: to like, say people aren't talented because they do great makeup and like you know I do think that's a talent but I just didn't know what Aquaria did like I didn't see why she was the winner you know
1: I mean she but I also did. can't remember who else was there yeah. <laughs> um, that was the butterflies that was um, yeah, 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 Asia yeah. O'Hara and the death yeah. of the butterflies which I had friends over last night who
0: were there for that and they said you know everybody thought they were dead but he thinks they were they really was they were cold Cause it was so cold there. He said, cause when they left, there were all these butterflies like flying out,
1: you know? Uh, so, but they were so
0: cold that they, you they know, froze. that might be old news. I don't know. Maybe that was, yeah, it was so cold where they were, that they like were hibernating in a way. Like they went into mm. like a stasis. So they weren't dead, but I don't know. Mean, but that's what they said. They were here last night. They went to the. They went to that tape. Not a gag, yeah. <laughs> which they also said takes forever. It was like an eight-hour day.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. like because you, you have to. You're doing it like yeah. three different times, yeah. and you're just you're kind of locked in the entire time. Yeah, which I mean, I've been to tapings like
0: that when I went to for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I, I don't know if I've talked about that on here before, but we went to a, um, a recording for when Rush was inducted because Jeffrey's a big Rush fan, mm-hmm. and it was also the, your heart was inducted. And oh wow, C. that Jen- must have been a great. That must have been a great show. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones was inducted that year. Um, Oprah inducted him, which was crazy because they don't tell you, like, you know who the inductees are and you assume they're all going to show up to it. Obviously, you assume. And, um, but you don't really know who everybody else is. So, like, the lights go out and then the lights come back up and we look on the stage I'm like, is that fucking Oprah? (laughs) That's fucking Oprah. And it was. It was fucking Oprah Uh, to to, um, induct Quincy. Oh, wow. But they also had, that was the year that Public Enemy got on. Oh, okay. Flavor Flav took the mic and talked for like seven hours. Not really, but it felt like that. And it made no sense and was really jumbled and all over the place. And he was like yelling at people in the audience and talking and wandering around the stage. So they cut a lot of that out of the broadcast. But that's the other reason is that, you know, they edit so much down to this three-hour show or whatever it is on on HBO. But it takes like six hours of, you know, time to record everything. And yeah, it it was... it was not fun because like you get there and I'm like, I was thinking it would be like the show, you know, like maybe it would be a three hour event, yeah, you know, so it's like I'm, I'm drinking wines and having a good time and then it was like, Uh uh-oh yeah. then we were like stuck there for hours with nothing you know yeah
1: that's how i felt when we did um i went and saw the crazy ex-girlfriend live concert okay uh, live finale yeah and yeah they would like okay we're stopping and hold and people would come out but they tried to keep it as tight as possible because all those people have like a theater background so you know they they want to do it once and be done with it yeah Anyways, uh, what
0: else, uh, Gay, is going on? Obviously, we got Pride coming up, San Diego Pride. And uh, if you live in San Diego or if you don't live in San Diego and you're planning to come to Pride, make sure you come Sunday night because my girl, my best friend, Melissa Etheridge. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Uh, Probably. Uh, Um, No, but, um, you know, yes. She's headlining the Pride Festival. Yes, queer icon.
0: Uh, And, you know, yeah, for me personally, I love Melissa Etheridge. I've talked about that here. Um, She and Madonna, I pretend they were like my spiritual moms, like when I was a kid, like growing up. (laughs) You know <laughs> who I have differences with each of them in it, politically. You know, as we sometimes do with our parents.
1: <laughs> exactly there. Uh, just as we do with our parents. But yeah, if, they, if I was
0: going to point to any two like musicians that made me, you know, feel okay being queer, definitely both of them were like part of that. Um, be, you know, um, I don't look at you know you were talking about Rocket Man earlier. Um, I I'm sure I'll see it once it comes, but I don't really like, I don't see Elton John is like a queer hero, mm-hmm. even though I'm a sure queero? a queero, even though I'm sure to a lot of people, he is kind of like Freddie Mercury, same way. Like I, I yeah. know a lot of people, but it's like, I don't know if, like, when he was alive, like, I don't know if he was out there like, I'm gay and it's good to be gay. You well, know no, what I, I mean? not the same yeah. with Elton John until I don't later think in life.
1: Yeah, I don't think Freddie Mercury was like that at all.
0: Yeah, so it's like, and, you know, and I'm definitely kind of, you know, when it comes to, like, male singers, like, I don't listen to a lot of... Guys, I mean, it's just the truth. I, I didn't, yeah. you know, I um,
1: you're you, you you're more of a female, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're more, of I a, prefer I female pref- musicians, and yes, artists. exactly. Um, and that just in a know. comment on your uh, gender identity or right. expression, thank
0: you, thank you. Um, don't, don't tell me who I am, I know who I am, <laughs> who I is. I already been here, right? I already been new, um, but. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of something else. I'm totally derailing. Did you see the new Todrick Hall hips, heels, lips, that whatever it is, no. hips? Oh my gosh! So he put out a new music video, which is great. The art, like the music, is great, but the whole song you have to sounds show me later. Yeah, yeah. The whole song sounds like it was um, like a random drag race um, phrase generator. <laughs> You know, and it's just like all of those like tongue pop, tongue pop. You know, like yeah, exactly. It's like all of these things that it's like you know back. No, I don't even know if that was in there. I only listened to it once because that's about all I backrolls. <laughs> But yeah, it just, it was like, he just took like the best. Bitch, I'm
1: from Chicago. Right. Bitch, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Bitch, I'm from Chicago. Well, it
0: has a whole breakdown like that where it's like the um, Beyonce Get My Bodied song where it's like, uh, okay, clap yes. for me, snap for me, ta- you know, uh, it's like all, it's like yes. a long like sexual. you know, so it's like perfect if you're the dance, like, I mean, I it's totally going to be like a great, yeah. you know, hit, I'm
1: sure. Like Oh my God, last year, uh, last year when like I was out for pride and like his song dem beats came on and yeah. I was like they don't make them beats that-. I'm like yeah I'm like this is exactly yeah. what I wanted no I think he's very
0: talented but I'm just sitting there listening to like what did he do just like watch drag race with the captions on like oh gonna write that one down gonna write th-. you know what I mean? it was like that the whole song just sounds well like he probably
1: a collection of he probably did quotes. it when he was you know as the guest choreographer yeah. where he's just you know unnecessarily cruel to each single queen <laughs> and just you know
0: yeah but it's it, it was it was fun but i was just like wow it's like there's nothing original about the lyrics you know <laughs> And it's like kind of the you know the head shoulders knees and toes you know it's kind of playing with that you Oh, okay know? So like, like
1: let's have a kiki yeah where it's have like a...
0: exactly okay. precisely you know so it was it was cute and the the video was really cool and a lot of great dancing in it and you know it's like I don't know fifty guys in heels and they have like these gloves on it's it's really neat okay like, you have to show me this one yeah we'll watch it but um but yeah it was just kind of like oof, super super gay and super drag race um serving like Mm -hmm. what do you want to call it like um like brown nosing (laughs) it was very very like pandering pandering pandering, yeah to drag race and kind of the the culture of it uh which you know hey whatever works whatever sells those t-shirts and those tickets Okay. Hunty <laughs> Huntie. Uh, I guess I'll take a, another opportunity to mention we're going to be at Midsummer Scream here August third and fourth in Long Beach. Uh, code Freight School for twenty percent off tickets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. All right. Any other any other gay things we want to talk about?
1: Um. I mean, I I did go to you know the reason why we didn't have an episode last week is because I was in our nation's capital. It was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day. Um. There's nothing gayer than. that <laughs> Nothing gayer Mm -hmm. than that, Uh, question mark. Um, I was in Washington, D.C. to see some friends and to experience, you know, culture and be a giant nerd and, you know, believe in our democracy again or something, and Mm -hmm. it happened to be Black Pride. So Oh, wow. So there was... I mean, there wasn't, like, a parade or anything, but, like, there were definitely, like, events and stuff. And so so that was fun. And then I did go to yeah, a bar. You can't have a
0: parade. I mean, the cops won't know who to shoot. Yeah. You know? oh. <laughs> so, they have so many options.
1: Joshua! Sorry. That's it's fine. Dark. Dark. That was dark. very dark. It's yeah. dark, but it's, you know, real-life horror. No, exactly. Um, and we uh, went with my buddy Jake. Hello, Jake. Um, he... Uh, we he took me to this bar in DC called Trade. We waited for our drag queens show that was supposed to start at nine o'clock, but and it then started at what eleven thirty. We le- <laughs> well, we left because it. We realized that at eleven o'clock it was not going to start, so we left. Yeah. Um, but we did somehow like end up with like end up absorbed into a group of like off-duty queens who were like just like voguing and kikiing in our little corner, and you know one of them her name was savannah sugar baker oh, so i like her I mean, she was a su- good old southern queen cool and then we went to um this other bar called uh, green lantern who apparent which is apparently dax exclamation points bar oh um, wow and uh they had karaoke that night and i got to watch you know like these two older beautiful black gentlemen do rent and oh cool like it was just great did you sing anything I did. I sang like Meeting in the Ladies' Room. And it was like tw- it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. The bar was half empty. And the KJ was like laughing because he was just like, I was like, don't slap me because I'm not in the mood. And he just kept like cracking up because, you know, he realized that no one has ever done that song before. Oh, karaoke. that's awesome. How fun. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. fun. So it was Glad very a good gay time. a lot of fun.
0: Yay. Yeah. All righty. Well, um... Welcome back! Glad Thank
1: that you, you had a good time. And I'm back. I'm back for fright school.
0: Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we will take a short break, and we're going to discuss 2004 fours. Yeah, 2004s. <laughs> Hellbent
1: <laughs> We'll be back. You look so thrilled. <laughs> I just want to apologize. I'm sorry to everyone. I was very naive and very stupid, and I shouldn't have put other people in danger. I'm so sorry for everything that has happened, because in spite of what Joshua says, it's now all my fault. I insisted our listeners subscribe to Fright School on Apple Podcasts. I insisted they leave us reviews. I insisted that they give us a five star rating. And it's all because of me that we're here now and we're being hunted. I love you, Mom and Dad.
2: I am so sorry. I only wanted to make good content for our listeners. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to die out here. <laughs> Joshua, is that you?
0: <laughs> and we are back. All right. So yes uh we're here to talk about a movie that you've been wanting to do for a long time yes and, and not even just here you've been trying to convince all of our friends to do it too as an episode yeah I
1: was trying to convince horror movie night to do this yeah. I was like y'all need to like <laughs> I said you just you know, want to spend time if you guys want to like completely guys. derail your your recording schedule and have me on to talk about this nonsense <laughs> of a film <laughs> nonsense of a movie uh just let me know because I'm down for it here for it uh but no. We're doing it. Yeah. Well, yes,
0: exactly. And this is a this is a Joe suggestion, which is nice sometimes the student, you know, will say, "Hey, teach, why don't we look at this film?"
1: Yeah, but it's also like, "Okay, let's look at this movie, right. not film." <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, trash.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't want to say it's totally trash um in rewatching it cuz I remember when it came out Years ago, two thousand four. So that was the year after I graduated. We are
1: talking about Hellbent, Hellbent. two thousand four. Yeah,
0: Hellbent, two thousand four, directed by Paul Etheridge Oots. Uh, o U Z T S.
1: Yes, Ethridge
0: <laughs> Yes, Ethridge And um, you know, it's very typical horror film setup. You know, you got four friends who are being targeted by a slasher and a mask. Well, five, I guess if you count um, the lead characters like Love Interest. Yes. Um, you know, so they're getting decapitated. Um Well, indiscriminately decapitated. Or, um, no, that's not the word I'm looking for. Like, he doesn't decapitate everyone. Like, with Jake at the end. Like, he yeah. stabs him. I'm like, why didn't you cut his head off, too? Like, it was weird. But anyways, not the point. point is, they're being hunted. It's a very... It's definitely a slasher setup yeah, yeah, yeah. of a film. But it's like, instead of, you know, straight people, we'll have gay people. Yay! Yeah. Look how diverse and interesting we are. Yes. Uh, which, in 2004, would have been, kind of. You know, I mean, we're looking in... You know, this is the fourth year that Queers Folk was on television. Yeah. Um, Will and Grace was going into, what, six years on television by then? Yes, 98. they were...
1: They were um it was the end of it was the end of Friends, it was the end of Frasier, yeah. Will and Grace is still around, but it's going into it's like sixth or seventh yeah, season. I think so. And we've got queers folk
0: going, we've got you know, so there's other We're a year media. into the Iraq war. Right. Yes. I don't
1: know why that <laughs> plays into it, but it's, we are it's we are a true. A year. We're just just getting we're just
0: setting up, just a little world. Everybody remember, like come back, come back into the Iraq to the War. Us, you know? Um yeah, so I remember it coming out. It's like, oh, it's the first gay slasher, which, you know, I don't know. I guess depending on how you view High Tension, which came before sure. this, um, or other, um, I think there were some other movies that did feature gay people um, as, as I, I mean, as I don't victims. know. Maybe not, You know, I guess a slasher film is kind of a little bit more particular than just like a queer horror film, you know? hmm
1: Well, yeah, because like the, it's in a like a very it's in a very explicitly gay setting.
0: Yeah, but it's it's like I went in West Hollywood
1: on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but
0: I just I guess I mean in qualifying it because a lot of their stuff says the this is constantly the first gay slasher film, the first you know, and I'm I'm just trying to think. I guess I don't really qualify High Tension as a slasher movie. You know, I do think the slasher setup it's like mystery killer attacking friends for no reason, no motive, apparent, no apparent motive. Yeah. Sometimes it's revealed in the end or...
1: And the other thing that happened in 2004, right? So this was released in June of four. um, In May, Massachusetts is the first state to legalize gay marriage. uh Uh-huh. So, you know, that also, uh, well, it is a state that legalizes gay marriage. I don't know if it's the first. No, yeah. I I thought Vermont was the first. Yeah, so I... But but, I I really, I don't know. But Massachusetts, you know, please (laughs) let us know. We... Yeah. We let us That's know. another
0: thing that I yeah. mean. People can, you know, I, I
1: can I, yell at us, and right? Yeah. On, online in the comments. But I never really... I mean, I'm, I am was
0: for gay marriage just in the sense of, like, I think everybody should have access to the same rights and stuff. But overall, marriage is kind of weird to me. Like, you, you should... Know? I don't like, want the state telling me who, who and what I can do, you know, with my, like, personal belongings and my...
1: What life. have you always said? You said, like, yeah, we should be... We should have the right to be as miserable as the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, you know? It's just like with,
0: like, the military stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I... You know, everybody should be able to join the military, but I'd rather everybody have the wisdom not to. You know, let's, you know... Yeah you know, we just have Memorial day. I can think of no better way to honor dead soldiers than to not ask for more of them. You know, let's yeah. end war. Let's find other. you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, especially cause a lot of the war stuff is, uh, for profit. Uh, anyway, sorry, that's, you know, kind of the going a weird way, but anyway, so back to the
1: horror, right back,
0: back to the, the fake horror, back
1: to the fake horror,
0: um, the horror. It, but anyways, yeah. So it's marketed as like the first gay slasher, you know, blah blah, whatever. Um <laughs> debatable, but yes. <laughs> debatable in the sense of I, I, I guess it really just comes down to, I mean, I guess if they're saying slasher, I do kind of think of that as a very particular type of film. You know, not something that's um, you know, not like we talked about with high tension or, you know, or like the descent or something like that yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. it's queer, but it's not, you know, like a queer film. Uh
1: but uh, so you had brought this to me because you actually saw this. I saw this. Oh my god! So you know how? Remember when Logo used to show gay programming? Yes. <laughs> so well, I mean they're kind of back to it. Now. I I um I forget it. I think it was like a. Uh, it was an afternoon and I was home alone and it was, uh, I was, I was shuffling through logo and, you know, l- l- just think about like, it was at this time, it was like late aughts or late, early aughts when logo would have, um, they'd show like those indie gay films on, yeah. um, like in the afternoons on the weekends or whatever. So this was on and I was just like, huh, this is really interesting. Um, you know at the time it's like okay it's horror but like i my entree to horror has always been through like a slasher because i do like um i do like action films and you know things that are super violent like that so Mm -hmm. it's like okay no matter doesn't matter to me and i was like huh this is really this is interesting so i have i actually saw this when like uh for the first time like when i was like this budding gay uh and i'm like oh no, maybe I, maybe, and it and subsequently it informed how I interact with people on the gay apps and stuff like that, because I <laughs> I don't want to get decapitated, but. Yes, please. I don't, I don't want yeah, that. We can't, well, you know, there's no one else that
0: can do the show with you, so. <laughs> Just have to sit here and talk to myself. Yeah.
1: Um. No, that would not. But yeah, so I have seen this. So unlike, you know, this is a Fright School rarity, like un- unlike most of the films that we show, I actually have seen this one. Yeah. And, um. And in talking, it's interesting because you were more interested to come to it than not as a horror film, but... As a gay as film. As a gay film. As a yeah. gay film, because it was just like... Well, I mean, you know, it was also like, you know, hot guys and costumes and going around and like the it was at that time that I was just also kind of discovering the like inherent queerness of Halloween. Oh, okay. So, you know, I actually the credit gay, gay Christmas, like gay Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the Tony's is gay Christmas, but, uh, <laughs> well, no, the Tony's is gay Super Bowl and Halloween is gay Christmas. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I kind of credit this also with like my friend, Eve Parker. So shout out Eve, uh, inspirational Eve. Um, she is the first person who really instilled in me a love of Halloween, because she like she would go all out. She had these huge blowout parties. This is like before you know we I met you, yeah, 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 yeah. and like she had these like great costumes and encouraged me to do so. I mean, I remember we went out like. F- we went out uh, during Halloween to Riches, and she was plus size Barbie cave woman edition and had like a box. Oh, that's awesome. And like, so she was like getting like, she was in this box and getting pictures taken with her and like, you know, posing as Barbie. And I was also that night, you know, I was magenta in half, in half ass drag and, and they were like, "Why aren't you?" What? It-? I think I've seen photos of that. Yes, you probably have. That's So funny, yeah. yeah. So, and she won the costume contest that night too. Um, I feel the half-ass drag. Yeah, really sparking a memory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that was the year of half-ass drag for Joe. It was. Yeah. I was magenta, and then at. Um, uh, Eve was also the person who taught me that you should have, if you go to different parties, you should have more than one costume. Right. So I was Magenta and I was Sarah Palin at oh, okay. her house party, um, which was fun because I just, you know, I wrote, I had a Palin 2012 sign and I had I Can See Russia from my house on my my, uh, my hand But that's all to say That like You know This th- Coming into Like my Oh The queerness of Halloween And then seeing a film like this It was like Ah It was more um, It was more Gay Than it was Actually horror Hmm. yeah but i still the thing is though that makes i mean that makes sense yeah which is why i never really consider it when i think about like what it is that when i first consume horror or the horror films that you know in my pre-fright school yeah in the pre-joshua times yeah yeah. this gets muddled and pushed into the queer yeah yeah, in the queer space rather than in the horror space so when you what did you think of when you first saw it then let's I was just like <laughs> I was just like did Oops. you
0: see the whole complete thing mm-hmm.
1: yeah okay I like I I remember like I I turned the channel to it and it was it was right when they are um, when they catcall the, the killer oh, okay in the beginning and he's like he, they, he they're thinking that he's he, they're cruising on him yeah 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 and yeah. I'm like oh okay well you know what's what's all that about and I was like oh this is not <laughs> this does not look like it's going to end and then well. you got to see their butts yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you're like well I'm watching then. Well, now I'm here. Now I'm here. Now I'm here yeah. for this. Um, and I watched it fully clothed. You know, because I was. I that did good. not. My pants were not around my ankles. Yeah, I did not find it erotic. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Is that like it is? It's you know, I, <laughs> it's so weird when you when people like the erotic, like uh, like erotic horror or like you know those kind of steamy elements. I'm like, yeah, I didn't really think about it that way in in this regard. Um, but I remember watching it and just thinking like, huh, I can't believe that. One, I couldn't believe that, like, there were gays making something like this. Mm-hmm. Just because it just seems so specific that I didn't think that anybody... It kind of made sense to me that it was on this channel, <laughs> on the Logo channel, at this time. Because it was, like, made specifically for this type of person. But then it was also just, like, w- like also seeing um, how into Halloween an entire community was. Like not really getting that either because like growing up Halloween wasn't a big deal and it didn't even become a big deal for me until um, like early college when I, when I first saw this. So, but yeah, it was, I just remember thinking like, oh wow, they didn't realize that there was just a whole big thing. Well, that, I mean, that makes sense if you didn't have, because uh,
0: my love of Halloween, again, comes from family, you know, yeah. because we were horror nerds, you know. It's <laughs> like, yeah, we always liked that. I never associated it with gay stuff until I was older, you know, and um, started going out to the bars, and then it was, like, off the fucking hook, you know, where it was like, wow, like, yeah. man, this place is insane at Halloween, you know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's gay Christmas, like my friend said, I'm like, what? You know so then it's like yeah you kind of realize that there is this whole other like cultural thing so it's interesting we could sort of have that opposite yeah 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 you know kind of uh, experience where I was coming at Halloween and I still do I don't come at Halloween as it being queer related at all in in, in to, to some degree yeah you know um, I I still feel that it's you know, it's about the horror. It's about the scares. And it's about the family. Yeah, yeah. And it's about, you know, everybody getting to put on whatever face they want to wear for that night and be that. You know what I mean? To, to kind of have that escape. I think that's yep. why it's nice. It's like, you know, um, like a purging in a way. You yeah. Know, where it's like, oh, I get to wear a mask and I get to, you know, kind of indulge in, um, you know, Decadence and I get know. to
1: embody, I get to uh, put on a mask and embody the characteristics of that character that are not like me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just a, yeah, it
1: gives my, giving yourself permission to exactly yeah. where
0: everybody gets to be, you know, whatever they want to be for a night, and that's yeah. great, you know. Mm-hmm. And I obviously celebrate that throughout the year, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. So you like the movie
1: then? I mean, it's fine. Like I mean, it's 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 interesting now like going back and kind of revisiting it and yeah. my memories of it because like we've we've talked a lot of, we've talked about a lot of great films on yeah. this show and we've talked you you know, subsequently I've seen a lot of things that like oh, this is like it's actually, you know, it's horror and it's and it's a good fun scare but it's also saying something. Not quite sure what hell <laughs> Ben is saying. Yeah. And I was always kind of a long shot. Every, you know, I, there was a while where like I was suggesting this as kind of like a, oh, haha, we could do this just mm-hmm. because it's a gay thing and, and see if what meaning we can <laughs> suss out from yeah. it. But, But, like, yeah, so it's, like, I never really thought that it was ever going to be on the show, on our show in that regard, just because of, you know, where, you know, besides the fact that it is, quote, unquote, the, you know, the first gay slasher, um, but uh, which, you know, please let us know, like, uh, reach out to us and let us know if there's another thing that we're not taking into consideration. Uh, but Well, I mean, I think there's a lot to unpack here.
0: You know, in it, and I will say that, like, I I really kind of avoided this movie when it first came out because, and I still feel this way. Um, and I mean, hopefully, this doesn't read as like internalized homophobia. <laughs> um, although that is something that not not necessarily that I struggle with, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes I kind of have to like think about like queer issues from different perspectives, just because for me it's like, you know, I, and maybe I'm just like. I've been this way for a long time. So when this movie came out, it was like, oh, you got to see this gay horror film. And it's like, and I look at it and kind of read what it's about. I'm like, so they just took the script from Halloween or from Friday the 13th or something like that. It just made everybody gay. Yeah. It just felt, it just seemed like a lazy concept. So I didn't see it and I didn't see it and I didn't see it, you know, when it came out. And then it was like, you know, they'd show it on Logo and maybe I'd watch a few minutes of it and I'd just be like, this is stupid just because it felt I mean it's so like and I think and in reading like um, interviews and things it, it sounds like that's kind of exactly what they did the guy Paul Etheridge sat down and chose you know these different um, stereotypes horror stereotypes um, where was that I saw very cabin
1: album. in the woods very like the jock the virgin you know Yeah, exactly. It's like stock, you know,
0: the final girl, the ingenue, the slut, the tough guy, and then turning each type into a gay version of the heterosexual trope. Um, You know, it's, it it just that, and they do that a lot. In, with queer stuff, you know, or with any, well, really anything now. Like, we see that. We go, it's like, uh, oh, come see this movie. And, uh, you know, the killer's not a white person. They're a person of color. Ah, look, we're diverse, you know. Or, yeah. look, the, we've got two you gay people in it. And, you know, oh, and look, they have an adopted child. Like, ah, we're so inclusive, you know. So it's like it's not enough to just switch the characters. Like, you have to, yeah, you know,
1: say something larger and there has to be something inherent about it yeah because like in yeah in in this film that the, serves this, the story exactly in this in this particular flick is <laughs> trying not to not say film in this particular flick like you have like the their if they're interchangeable is the representation good is the very fact of like that's the other thing too right like it's not we're kind of we're, at that time it was like any representation is good representation. Yeah. And absolutely. you know, in a 2019 context, I, yeah,
0: I get why larger, the mainstream.
1: Exactly. You know, in a yeah. 2019 context, it's like that, we are now pushing back against that. And, you know, I mean, I think we have been, but we're pushing back against that concept and just thinking like, no, like you, if you're going to have representation it needs to be good representation yeah, or it needs to at least say something. And that's sort of the criticism
0: with this film when it first came out, it's like, and they said like, we tried, we had 30 people of color that were supposed to audition. None of them showed up. I don't, I mean, that kind of sounds weird to me. Um, You know, they're set it in Los Angeles and in West Hollywood, like Los Angeles is pretty fucking diverse. You know, like, I can't believe they couldn't have found, you know, a couple, but I mean, the same was true for Queer as Folk, you know, which was kind of, this was made in that, in that same context where Queer as Folk, it's like, first of all, where are these people getting all this money in Pittsburgh? (laughs) It's like, how large is this gay community here? You know, but, and then on top of it, you couldn't find anybody of color that wasn't just an incidental you know, yeah. one night stand for the Brian Kinney character to learn something about himself or, yeah. you know, or whatever, you know, or one of the characters, that's just the name. Yeah. That, that wasn't like completely fetishized for his right. Body well, or, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, so it, with watching this and I rewatched it this morning, um, it's on Amazon prime. So you can, if you subscribe, oh. you can watch it. So I watched the whole thing. Kind of. Um, I looked at my phone a few times cause it's not a great, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was just, yeah, I was kind of struck by, the no one's no one's no one's getting a glisten award no one's getting like a glad
1: media award for this
0: (laughs) no i you know but it's like i you know i do want to always try to find like something that's interesting about the movie that we can discuss obviously just aside from the diversion the um the diversity issue that's just always gonna i feel be an issue um the queer male community has a major problem with race and we have to we have Mm -hmm. to fucking figure that out Um, and it's really hard to talk to about people or, you know, to talk, you know, to to have those conversations. And and I think it it is kind of, it's like reactionary on like their part. Again, it could totally be true, but then, Oh no, we have people signed up, you know, like they were supposed to audition, but they didn't show up, you know? And it's like, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, I guess maybe that's true. You know, but it feels knee jerk to be like, you yeah. know, like why do you have an all white cast? Oh, because nobody showed up to audition. I don't know. I just that's kind of weird. But blah yeah. blah whatever.
1: It's like you mean to tell me in like of all the working actors, yeah, you know, like there, there's no way, yeah. yeah. But I, but it, it, mean, the thing is too is that like you know in my in my experience as like a fat brown queer, <laughs> like they, it, they're. You you see a lot of this kind of like, you know, white male, the this white cis male right. like representation in, in popular media everywhere. Right. Like and that and that's just like those those are the bodies and those are the experiences that we have grown yeah. to that I am, that we say are valid. That we are say are valid, yeah. that I'm expected to empathize with. Yeah. So you have that you know, and then of course you set it in like a West Hollywood context yeah. and you know, so it's like, you know, to me, looking back on it as like, you know, now a more kind of seasoned, <laughs> a seasoned gay, you look at it and it's like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense for that time because it's yeah. still, it's still very much what you see. Um, right. It, Absolutely. What you see, uh, like yeah. on a normal yeah. basis. What's being constantly normalized for us, you Yeah, know? exactly. And
0: even when people are in it, like, you know, if you get people who, you know, people of color, people that have... Um, disabilities, you know, people who have, um, you know, who are trans, like it's still a very narrow definition of those things. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like everybody's still hot and muscled or, you know... you know, everybody is quote unquote passing, however they're, you know, passing, you know, whatever it is, like everybody's got to be hot. Everybody's got to be beautiful, you know? So there is, there is still some selling of that. I mean, we're seeing a change, of course. Like I don't want to take away from all the great queer content out there that is absolutely like smashing through that, those, um, stereotypes, but this definitely is still living in that realm, in that world where like, you know, um, and that's where some of the problems come in, you know, in this movie and rewatching it this morning. I, I, I will say I will Absolutely, give credit to. I like the fact that there's no like I'm gay, you know. It's not nobody's struggling with that, you yeah. know. And that's something that the, there's
1: no closet, there's no like yeah. Oh and that's
0: something that the the director said. You know, the young men in Hellbent have moved beyond worrying about whether it's okay to be gay or not. You know, I I do like that. I do I do get that sense. Yeah. Like, there's
1: an unapologetic
0: queerness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. You know, that is mm. great. Um, but then you know there, but there's some things get very problematic where it's like, oh, we're trying to kind of you know push back on, you know, some, some of these like stereotypes of gay people. And really what they end up doing is it's like, you know, normalizing like that heteronormative Mm -hmm. cis male kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of what bothered me mostly about it. But I mean, again, context, you know, the time it was made, it makes sense. But in watching it, I'm just, it was like, I'm just kind of uncomfortable, especially with the character going around in drag. I, because they had a real opportunity there with him.
1: Um, what was his name? Um, oh, um, uh, Toby. It wasn't Jake. Uh, Jake's the love interest. Um, I think it's
0: Toby. I think his name is Toby. Um, but anyway, so he's in drag throughout the film. You know, you don't really see what he looks like. Uh, well, he's he's an underwear model or something. So there's a there's a billboard in it that shows. You see, he's a very sexy man. You know, in that in all of those quote unquote yeah. ways that men are, you know, yeah. supposed to be sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he is dressed in drag through the movie and that's like his Halloween costume, which is a thing we, we you know, we joke about that. It's like, you know, first time in drags at Halloween yes, party. It's
1: always Halloween. Yeah.
0: Um, I was trying to I, I'm trying to just verify that that is him it is Toby okay but yeah. anyway so they so they have a really good opportunity because there's like he's drinking and he's like you know I just want people to like me for me and not like see my looks and you know like that's cool and all that's great that's a great way to explore like that but then in the end when he's like trying to pick up the killer he's like pulls off the thing it's like I'm hot like I'm a hot man like look you know look at me and it kind of takes away everything that they had that opportunity to build and have like that sort yeah. of conversation again it's a slasher movie I get it but this is sort of what this podcast is about: is you know trying to dismantle you know some of what they're saying. Because if they're going out and being like you know we're trying to push through boundaries, it's like no, you kind of ended up exactly in the same place.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, that, or you like,
1: just you basically just all the all of the potential goodwill that you gave the character you just undid because now he's like going back to yeah, it's you know, just
0: reinforcing all yeah. that stuff, and you know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting because, again, um, this is, again, from Paul Etheridge, the outs, uh, the um, writer-director. I wasn't casting these characters and their issues as representatives of the gay community at large, obviously. I don't think anybody wants to try to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but murder, like, is portrayed as punishment, often for premarital sex. And at the time, premarital sex is the only thing available to, to, to queer people. So he gave the character specific fatal flaws that the killer exploits, use of sense deadening, recreational drugs, addiction to attention, uh, flight instinct overwhelmed by romantic bliss. I don't judge their behavior. They're just kids after all. No one's getting punished for their human failings in my mind. And that's cool and all. And I feel like he gets away with saying that because he does not give the killer a motive, which I think was really lacking here because it created like a lot of holes in the plot. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I'm like why is he going after these four guys? Like if he's just murdering gay people, he could have stayed in that club and murdered people left and right and been perfectly happy. But like yeah. he hunts that guy down, gets into his apartment, Eddie, the main the, our final girl. Yeah. Um who again, although I think Reed's not as a virgin, but in a way, you know, he's very innocent. You know, he doesn't yeah. want to moon. He doesn't want to like, he's not participating. Like he's, yeah. you know, I work for the police and I'm, yeah, very, that's the thing
1: is that he, well, he wants to like, he's like, <laughs> he's an trying standing member of the, exactly. Community. He's <laughs> an upstanding. There's, there's a lot of like the thing about Eddie that I didn't really quite like looking back on it now is like, there's a lot of respectability politics. Yes. Oh yeah, Absolutely. And it's just like, yeah. and that's, it, and he's the one who survives in the end is the final girl. Exactly, which is he's it, not. Yeah. Because he's not like them. He's yeah. not like these other queers. Yeah. He's yeah. the one he wants to like serve the state yeah. and be you know and be a police officer yeah. and all this stuff. And, and he's he's drawn to like
0: you know I think that Jake Reeds is like a bad boy. He's on the motorcycle. He's smoking. He's getting tattoos. It reads very much. I mean, you could easily just yeah. swap this guy out for a girl. Yeah, and you'd have a perfectly fine story about you know yeah. a woman uh, you know a uh, you know a fag hag and her gay friends getting murdered. You know I mean it's just. It's very like, you know, I mean, he even does the same thing Laurie Strode does in Halloween by leaving the the murder, the murderer's like knife near him. Yeah. (laughs) No one just wanders off. It's like, don't do that. You know? So like, you know, it's, it's very formulaic in that way. Um, But the point is, is like, yeah, exactly. He stands in contrast to his friends. No, I don't really want to do the drugs. You know, I don't want to do, you know, do everything that you guys are doing. Like I am, you know, I'm a good person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or at least it reads that yeah. way. You know, I do like the the idea. Like, that's very fascinating. What you just said, uh, that the director said about like um, up until that point, all sex is premarital because there's yeah. no, there's no, there's but, no way to legitimize no, quote unquote. Exactly, there's no way to validate a union. You know, from the state, <laughs> it's uh, from the state at that point. So yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just yeah.
0: I mean, it's just a, you know, one way to sort of analyze, you know, what's kind of being said in this movie. Um, but again, I do want to go back because it's I don't, I, I was very frustrated with the lack of, you know, of some sort of plot line. But I don't know, maybe, I, you know, maybe I'm holding it to more of a standard than, than even Halloween. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the original Halloween, it's not like they give him later, there's more motive you know but here we don't get anything I mean we have no idea where the guy came from because at least in Halloween it's like oh it's an escape mental patient yeah you know quote unquote like that's you know and he's just escaped and he's in this town that he grew up in and he's killing people and
1: that are in his vicinity Um, I kind of figured that the motive was the fact that like they like he happened he's obsessed over them based on the initial reaction in the woods you know what I mean like where they're like cruising him and where they're like catcalling him you know, the calling yeah, out to that the that makes murderer. sense. And then it's just, just like, and then, he, it. and then he's just like, oh, well, those are the guys that I'm going to get now because, you know, of whatever happened. So, you know, that's kind of where I got the motive, but like, yeah, in absence of like a concrete anything or where even he comes from, you know, like you could, you could say that the, uh, you could say that the, um, the killer itself is just the like physical manifestation of the bad behaviors that eventually can consume like queer people. So, you know, every, every one of those, like, uh, those failings that the director mentioned, it could be like, if you see that to its eventual end or you get consumed by it, it eventually will lead to your demise. Right. So, I mean, that's a very, that's a stretch, but like, you know, that, that's not outside of the realm of possibility. But again, again, you know, like we're, we are trying to, uh, we are trying to speak about a film that, you know, for all intents and purposes is not a great one, but you know, it is, it is the first.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're attempting to do something different and, you know, and to, to, to make something that did wholly embrace, you know, horror Mm -hmm. as a, um, uh, as a queer yeah, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know so i love that you know i'm not i definitely you know am for pushing those boundaries and you know if somebody were to remake remake this in the future or, or use it as a, as a template to make a new film hopefully they can you know inject some of those these conversations we're having now
1: you know do you think that we are in a place now where we could remake this and make it better Yeah. I think it could be made much better.
0: You know, I think that, you know, you could, you know, really kind of handle some of those, you know, you could have different people, you know, I mean, I'm thinking of like, now we have Netflix, that special show, which I haven't watched yet, but I've seen the, um, the previews for, and everybody's kind of raving about how it's just a different queer experience. So at the time, again, 2004, like we were happy to just get, it was a desert, you know? So we were happy to get, Any queer representation we could. Any drop
1: of water, yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, and especially for young people, and I was like 19 at the time, you know, when it first came out. So I could see that other people were like, oh my God, this is awesome. It's filled with hot guys. I was not thinking the way I think now, of course. So it's like, um, but like I said, I mean, I avoided it for other reasons, but I could see the other people my age and older or whatever. Whoever was watching Mm -hmm. it, it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, it's hot guys. It's a horror film. How fun, it's also gay. This is made explicitly for us. This yeah. is made for our consumption. And yeah. we've talked about all about like, you know, throughout this, this, um, you know, show about, you know, the way we have to pull our story from something, Yeah, you know?
1: We, have we to don't empathize. have to. With this. Yeah. this,
0: this, it's very tangible. It's right there. You know, it's it's a, it's a queer horror film. It's just, of course, problematic because it sends a lot of the same messaging that it maybe didn't intend to. And that's the thing. They're even saying we oh we're trying to avoid doing that, but you know the truth is is that it does still fall into you mm-hmm. know some of those same pitfalls, and you yeah. know people are rewarded or punished based on you know the typical you know morality plays that play out in horror films and I'd like I just it would be interesting to see that you know because it's like you know why is that why is that still the these prevailing kind of feelings like oh you've had sex now you're gonna die like okay we can get rid of that like we've done that to death let's be more interesting with it or you're doing drugs or you're doing other things that's moral you know but I mean, again, it's kind of yeah, the point of like, horror. So th- I mean, <laughs> you know, horror is always going to play with those concepts. Well,
1: that's the other thing too, is that like, uh, why why is why does horror play with those types of like th- it it it's it's interesting because it's like you know you see horror fans and it's all these people who you know you would think that um, have pretty. You know, to i guess to a pur- to a puritan puritanical context like these mm-hmm. people who have like quote unquote loose morals right yeah. but like a lot of classic horror it all all of these tropes they there's there's all these moral implications yeah so it's like can you have a horror film that doesn't play with morality in the same way well, no, I
0: mean I I'm not even saying necessarily get rid of it sorry. I I just mean like let's let's think of new ways to play with the concept Oh
1: no so I'm not saying yeah I'm not saying yeah. that you said that I'm just saying no, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you We, like, I'm just thinking about it. It's like, wow, like, you, you know you th- there's all these like oh yeah if you're going to if you have sex first you're going to die you like yeah. but like is there a way to not address anything moral and to right. talk about you know i mean i think get out does that because it's not necessarily about it's not necessarily about like personal morality it's about more of morality and more like social issues yeah. you know so you so you know is that is that you know we've talked about it many times before on the podcast is that they you it's moving forward from like a personal thing to now a more kind of socially yeah, social conscious.
0: conscious. Yeah. 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 Social um, justice
1: horror, socially justice yeah. to see things. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. And we'll see more of that kind of happen. Uh, I think as, as we continue to go along and I don't know, I don't know you know, what the answer, cause yeah, I, do, I mean, I think it's good to play with morality, but it's like, I am, maybe I'm just like bored of that kind of typical slasher kind of thing, you know, yeah, or, horror you know in that yeah. sense but um, anyways the uh, uh, other thoughts that you had while watching the movie
1: I mean you know the the kill that kind of just <laughs> that kind of that's true the kills were the, fun the kills are fun but the kill that kind of fucked me up for a little bit was um, the bathroom
0: Yeah, because I really like that guy. And then he met the other guy and they were kissing. It was like cute. It was a cute moment. Yeah. And it was just totally ruined. So I did that. That was enjoyable.
1: Yeah, that was a little. That was. And then when his head,
0: like his head's off and then he like jerks when the two people find his body. That was awesome. It was a nice
1: moment. Yeah. I Yeah, that fucked me up a little bit. Um, The glass eye.
0: Uh, when the killer like (laughs) licks his glass eye out of his head, that was wonderful Ah. and weird and and unlike anything I'd seen before.
1: It's also just like so specific. Yes. This like, Oh, so not only, you know. Not only is he like a wannabe cop. It's he. The reason why he can't be is because he's got a fucking glass eye. Yeah. I mean, and you can like put a ton of other reads into the fact that like he wants to be a cop. He reason why he can't be a cop. He can't be a cop because he's a fag. Like he can't be a cop. You know, like it's yeah. all this other stuff. But you know, because he's got a fucking glass eye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is interesting like the fetishism of it. You know, yeah. where he like licks the eye out and then he's got it in
1: his mouth at mm-hmm. the end. It's like kind of a little Tom of Finland thing. thing. Because yeah. you know, because Jake is very like a biker, and then, like, yeah. you know, these, like, authority figures of the state.
0: That's true, yeah, using those kinds of imagery, um, you know, again, that's why, I like, the, the, like, the motive of the of the killer is weird. Cause it's like, you know, is, you know, is he hunting gay people on purpose or like he, it was just a crime of convenience. Like, Oh, here's two guys. Like yeah. cut one of their heads off, you know? So it's kind of weird. And with the devil mask, it kind of adds that, you know, you can definitely get a reading
1: that he's like, like a, some a angel of Christian. Death. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like sort of that Christian symbology. Mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's also fun. Like they think, you know, obviously the people who made this thing, no, we'll leave a motive out because that makes it scarier. And that's something from scream. He says that that was in 96. So, um, Billy says it's like, Oh no, you know, motives are so past, you know, it's like yeah. far scarier if, yeah. if you're just, if you're just indiscriminately killing yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that is, we yeah. are frightened by that. We want explanation. Um, so even though I don't necessarily find this film scary, and I don't even think if I'd seen it when I was 19, I wouldn't have thought yeah. it was scary.
1: Yeah, uh, isn't that funny how, like, you know, it's, we want, where it's less, murder is less thrilling, or is less scary when you know that there's a reason why. Like, yeah. it's more scary when we have no reason and it's yeah. just indiscriminate killing. No,
0: absolutely. What well, we're creatures that seek to know you know and there mm. everything has to have a a reason for existing and a reason for happening and you know we it like, I think that's what drives us crazy. Mm-hmm. Not having closure, yeah. you know, can really mess with people. You know, I a lot. I mean, that's what happens a lot in mental health and therapy. A lot of people I talk to, um, you know, friends and all, it's like they really want closure of things. And it's really hard to accept, you know, if, like, this person's never going to talk to you. You are never going to find out why they did whatever they did to you. You're never going to get an explanation. You're never going to get to sit, you know, your mom or your dad down and say, why did you do, you know, why? Why did you do this or that or, you know, or, the, or other people? people that have victimized you know or have you know tormented you or or you know did something in your life you know that was very negative and traumatic for you and it's really hard for us to accept that and so i think that this you know horror films that do play with that like yeah it's really scary you know if somebody's just doing something because because i can yeah is really
1: frightening yeah yeah Yeah. with impunity yeah yeah um, it is terrifying. The The last thing I'll say about this film is that it really did kind of give me pause um, at a time in my life when I started to hook up with guys from online. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, we, it's something that's subsequently been explored in uh, more modern horror films and queer films. Um, Sam Weinman, you know, like I'm sure he's thought, I'm sure there's a script or he's done something about it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you, you know, you, you're really kind of trusting that, you know, the person who you're meeting from whatever app or whatever is like, you know, not going to, you know, decapitate yeah. you or. And that is
0: why you needed more horror in your life. Because when I started doing that immediately, I was like, you know, I need to be very careful with this. So I used to send, I had a friend who I trusted and I'd send her, oh, I'd you, like, here's his phone number. and anchor. This is where I'm going. Yes. so if you don't hear from me find this person
1: yeah if you don't hear from <laughs> me uh, so I started doing that too yeah. so like I actually read this article by a friend of mine um, it was actually not an article it was a Tumblr post uh, my friend Nate shout out Nate I don't know if you listen but you know thinking about you thank he you wrote whole, he wrote this whole he wrote this whole thing he's a sex educator so he wrote this whole thing about like an anchor and yeah. how like you know an anchor is someone who is a friend who's close enough that you don't mind you don't mind them knowing your hoish ways Yeah. So so it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to go out and, like, here's the name of the guy, here's the address, call, uh, I'm going to call you at this time. If I don't call, send the police, yeah. you know, pictures and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, totally. This was kind of, like, the impetus for, like, me trying to get a little bit more. Because if you, if you think about it, like, you... You know, there's a lot that can happen when you're, you know, prone and vulnerable with another person. No, absolutely. So you gotta, you gotta protect yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if no, if no other lesson is learned from this film, that is, that's a good one to take. Yeah. You know, take that, um, you know, no motives are pretty fucking frightening. Um, you know, uh, people making queer content be better. Uh, straight, muscular white guys are not the only acceptable gay place to be, just like it's not the only acceptable type of human to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> can you
1: imagine you don't uh, have to look like them to be considered
0: attractive and... can you
1: imagine like a hellbent but like um oh, who's the main instigator the one in the black the leather the oh, oh chaz that? yeah the the, the 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 promiscuous one yeah but the like what identity. if like chaz in like the modern like in a the, in the 2020 hellbent was like a lesbian maybe you know yeah. like it was like Ruby Rose.
0: She yeah. Comes out and she's- no, I mean, I, I think that'd be great. I still would, I wouldn't mind seeing another one done with an all-male cast that explored issues of like toxic masculinity and like heteronormativity in the gay community, you know, and in, in behaviors. Um, I like that idea too, though. You know, I'm here. am here for more lesbian horror as well. But I think there's a really great opportunity, especially now, where like you know, I have Gillette making interesting advertising and other other places that are, are exploring what it actually means to be a man or to be masculine and uh, and, and you know or feminine or whatever. Um, I think there's a lot to explore there. Yeah. So I think with a more diverse cast and 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 somebody thinking it through a little bit more, this could have been a really great movie. I think it's again, it's a product of its time. And when it came out, hey, we were happy to have it. You know, there's you know, there's gays guy. I mean, there's guys kissing. There's butts in it. There's you know, sex stuff. You know, I mean, it's it's hot. You know, in that sense, quote unquote. Like you know, I get why it's um, a cult. You know, Mm -hmm. gay queer cult film. But, you know, just to to judge it on that, you know, I, I, yeah. I take that into consideration. Yeah. But it's not, even in their own words, it's not achieving what they yeah. wanted it to achieve. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it's And that
1: per, it's, is just laziness yeah. on their it's part. It's great for what it was in yeah. its time, but it's, it's, you know, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, again, it was a fun little watch and... You know, I, I definitely wasn't like, ugh, wasting my time. You know, I think there is stuff to be learned from it. And other queer horror makers, you know, as they are um taking that in, you know, will hopefully explore, you know, from those mistakes. So anyways, this was fun. This it was a lot of a, fun. this
1: was a fun movie, you know, yeah. I will
0: say it was fun to watch and fun yeah. to uh, to talk about. Fright so.
1: School can do fun movies. Yes. We, <laughs> we We're not, you know, you know we yeah. don't we're not just, you know, we're not elitist. Right. <laughs> Too no, terribly. Not
0: at all. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Joe. Well, I... This was fun. This was fun. And uh, I hope that you have a good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>
1: Bye. Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. <laughs>